three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And, 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 and now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast, Corshawn. How you been? Happy New Year. Man, happy new year, man. I'm good. You know, the fact that I'm on this side of the new year, I made it alive. Man, I'm I'm excited because everything else is negotiable. <laughs> I like that. It's that. Uh, did you have any New Year's resolution this year? Oh, or w- what's what's the plan for you in 2022? And a plan for me in 2022 is to grow, is to be intentional, is to being convicted by my commitments. I know that, you know, going into the new year, because, you know, we've been a part of so many new years. I know definitely for me, I've been a part of a lot of them and we make a lot of new year's resolutions. I prefer to look at it as I'm making objectives, right? Things that I aim towards, things that are actionable. You know, you go to a a class or you read a book, there's objectives that are set in stone that are going to be the the goal of meaning once you hear this particular content and information. So I have definitely objectives that I'm seeking to meet in 2022. I want to improve my ability to communicate and share my message. That has been my experience in life so that other people can grow as a result of the things that I've experienced. I know. So, so yeah, I was about to say, so give us something more actionable. (laughs) (laughs) One of my goals is to, one of my objectives is to strengthen my presence on social media, also to strengthen my my presence and my connection with the people who follow me, who are interested in the content, interested in the stories that I share about what my life has been. You know, I really believe that every person on the planet has an audience. And so in 2022, I'm looking to nurture the audience that I have and grow that audience by way of my podcast that I'm in the process of doing now. You know, I'm currently recording that, you know, I'm going to be launching it here in January. You know, I got up this morning and I was working on just the the branding side of the podcast and in particular, which is also connected to me. So I'm working on the brand of myself. You know, I'm not new to social media or sharing my message, but I want to be more intentional and strengthen what that message has been and be more consistent in connecting and sharing what that message is and what it's developed to be, you know, transitioning from 21 to 22 now. So, you know, having the action plan day to day, you know, reading on a regular basis, just making sure that this device that I call my body and my mind is up to date. You know, on average, we spend a lot of times on our phones just scrolling and being entertained by the content that we see that's interesting to us. I want to make sure that that time that I'm spending scrolling, that I'm reducing some of that time and putting it back over into the updating stage of my mind, which is reading. You know, we have one of the most important things to our future and the future being 2022 right now is our mindset. And so we're talking about your mood, your attitude, your perspective of life. And in order to get new results going into 2022, you need to have a different mindset. So the mindset that you had in 2021 isn't going to work. So let's say that your your plan is to work out more, which one of mine is, you know, um, my biceps are sore now from working out. 
I realized that I need to have a new mindset. I need to have new discipline, new commitments and new convictions. And so one of the most important ones for me in 2022 is just making sure that I'm putting my objectives in front of me every single day. Like I talked about new content, you know, uh, a new lecture, a new course, you know, you go into one of those college classes and you're given the textbook. And if you look at the, the beginning or the front of the textbook in one of those pages, one of the things you're going to find is you're going to find the objectives. And no matter what class you go to, every time that you get a new textbook or some new information, one of the things that they're going to go over with you is what the expectations are that are going to be the takeaways from that new information. So I'm making sure that I'm setting in front of me my objectives for the day, the day, because if I conquer the day, I'm going to have a grip on 2022. I like that. Just how you close it out there, just focusing on the day. That's been a game changer for me. And almost, how would you say, almost in a way, having that, that resolve of not having to look too far ahead or think too far into the future, but just worrying about or just focusing on, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. And being able to recap that and say, did I get done what I said I was going to do before I I move on to the next? And in being able to do that to kick off 2022, what what does this new venture mean to you? Man, it means more commitment, Uh, you know, serious commitment. One of the things I think about whenever I think about goals or objectives, you know, missions, things that we want to get accomplished, I can't help but to think about what are the elites doing? And when I say elite, you know, people who tackle missions on a regular basis, you know, for some time ago, I thought about how do elite teams tackle goals and missions? And so when you think about an elite team, one of the first groups that comes to my mind is Navy SEALs. They are just like on a whole nother level. And I took the time before I thought about how do they do it? You know, they're human. They feel pain. They feel exhaustion. They have some insurmountable goals that are put in front of them. Sometimes there are casualties. They they have some objectives that are just unbelievable. One in particular is one of their goals is not to leave a man behind. So they have these small groups. I think they are like six man teams and they'll go into a situation with the goal of these lists of objectives, which may have encountering combatants within it and also not leaving a man behind grabbing intel or maybe grabbing people. They have all these very diverse goals. How do they accomplish them in the midst of pain, exhaustion, hunger, fatigue? How do they do it? And I read about it. And one of the things that they do is they have milestones set out that they can reach, that they can touch. They're not focused on so much we got to get home. You know, they may be in another country. We just got to get home. They're thinking that we need to land. We got to jump. We need to land. Once we land, we need to get to bingo. You know, we need to get to this particular point so we can actually start our mission. We may have to do collect intel here. So they have these different close reaching goals. That's like priority one, priority two, priority three, priority four. And they're moving closer and closer to the finish line. And I said, how can I apply that? to my life. And so to answer your question, what does it mean to me in 2022 is being more efficient with my time, which is a a regular struggle. That's why I had to, I had to shrink it down to bite-sized pieces. You know, we have like the elephant ears at the carnival. You can't just stuff that whole thing in your mouth. You got to 
take it out one bite at a time. The same as the Navy SEALs do. They take out these really big missions, one objective at a time, one priority at a time. And so this year, I want to make sure that if I have this lengthy, this big goal that I want to accomplish, I need to tackle today because tomorrow isn't promised. Yesterday, I can't get back but I got a grip on today. I got a stronghold on today. So I need to look at my list, being efficient, looking at the things that I want to do today and make sure that I'm hitting the milestones or those priorities that are closest to me so that I can move the needle and move closer to actually accomplishing my mission. So what it means to me is just being more efficient, more intentional, more structured and remembering what's important to me. You know, when you think about New Year's resolutions or goals or objectives, one of the reasons I believe, you know, this is a conclusion I came to recently. One of the reasons why we don't meet those objectives, goals, or resolutions is because there's no accountability. We're not revisiting those things. We're not talking about them on a regular basis. You know, I think one of the most basic Ideal so we can really get our, our hair wrapped around because no matter what walk of life you're coming from or that you're in right now, we've all attended school, right? Whether it's been homeschooling, uh, high school, middle school, uh, college, secondary training, we can all we can all wrap our mind around that idea. When you go into a class, you know, we talked about textbooks before, but focusing more so on the actual testing of this particular semester or this module that we've been going over in class. The instructor, the professor or teacher is going to tell you that we have a test coming up. You know, we may have the midterm, we may have the final, we may have a quiz. And during that testing, we're going to be looking for this thing, this thing, this thing, and this thing. Do we have a study guide? You know, do we have a study guide, something that I can reference so I know exactly what it is that I'm studying? Do I have some level of accountability that I can look at so I know exactly where I'm going? Do I have a roadmap? How am I able to navigate? And see, that's what we go wrong at, I think, when it comes to resolutions. We will make these goals at the beginning of the year or at the bottom of uh, the previous year, right? And we'll say that we want to do all these different things. And it's almost like throwing things at the wall and just hoping something sticks. And then not even turning back to see what kind of mess you made or if you made any progress. We go 12 months with that. And so when you think about the analogy that I gave when talking about school and testing, when you get ready for the test, the instructor is going to cover information and ask that you retain it. They may have different presentations, different topics, discussions. They may bring in someone new to talk about the same stuff that you all have been talking about. And then they alert you to the idea that there is going to be a test. Then they give you a study guide, something that you can use as a navigational tool so you have a roadmap exactly as to where it is you're going, right? And then the day before the test, they may say, you got the weekend to study because on Monday, we're going to be having that final. We're going to be having that midterm. We're going to study for this. There's going to be some level of accountability for the things that we've been going over. So make sure that you have your goals, your study guide in front of you, and you're actually working on how you're going to actually tackle this thing. And so when we just focus in on what our goals are for 2022. I think it's really important that we have a study guide. I think it's important that we know exactly what it is that we want every single day. We need to make sure that we are refreshing our mind with what it is that we want, because when we do that, 
there are going to be certain decisions that we don't even have to make again and again and again, because we're looking and saying, okay, I got goal number one, two, and three. I got a decision in front of me. It's only one question that you have to ask yourself. This thing that I'm about to do, will this move me closer to my goal or further away from my goal? And in the previous years, I think that that's one of the things that we, a lot of us haven't done. Those elite people like Navy SEALs, you know, they're really going over what it is that they're going to do. You know, there's a couple books out there. Um, one of them by um, Jocko Willing. Um, it talks about uh, ownership and he really goes into great detail about their workups. As you know, a lot of people don't notice. I didn't notice until I uh, read about it. Before they go on the mission, they are responsible for coming up with a plan of how they're going to tackle their mission. Right. And they don't they're not only coming up with that plan. Once they come up with the plan, do their research, recon, so they have a better understanding of what it is that they're doing. Then they actually have to present that plan to other people to make sure that it's sound. And then they have to execute it. So you think about what these elites are doing. And we're not elites. You know, I'm not in the military. I'm not ex-military. And you think about, well, I just want to improve my nutrition. I want to work out more. I want to be more present on social media. I want to create more content. Where's the workup? Where's the plan? Who is it that you're presenting it to? Are you taking this thing serious? Do you really have a serious perspective when it comes to your goals? Because they're not someone else's goals. They're yours. And if there's not a plan in place, there's not a markup, there's not a workup, there's not any accountability, and you're not refreshing your mind daily on what it is that you're going to do, a man never plans to fail. But if you're going to be unsuccessful, all you have to do is one thing, and that's fail the plan. I like that. that. Where does your um, love for structure comes from? Come from? Like, when did you start to have an appreciation for structure, or at least seeing other people, the elites, seeing how they plan and wanting to glean something from that for yourself. Man, I have to, so I have to be honest and say that I do not have a love for structure. I, I don't have a love for structure. Um, I don't love working out. I don't, I don't love doing things that I don't find like exponential joy in. I, I, I just don't. What I'm in love with is the results. I don't necessarily take a lot of pleasure in staying on this rigid line. But I think Jocko Willick said it best that there's freedom and discipline. You know, you do things a certain kind of way and you're free to do these other things at a elite level. You know, if you are one of those people that work out on a regular basis, when you need the strength, you won't have to scream as loud to call on it. Whereas to someone who's not working out when they're in a dire situation that requires strength, they're going to have to call really loud on it and it may not show up. And so I just, I'm fond of the results. You know, I spent some time in my, in the younger portion of my life incarcerated. And it was during that time of my incarceration where I realized that my choices, my decision, my plan, it wasn't yielding me the results that I wanted. And so I made a conscious choice to, I need to get something else. I need to put another plan in place because the results that I got, I don't like these results. I want different results. And so I just reverse engineered my experience. I just looked at, okay, I'm incarcerated. I'm incarcerated. I made some choices that were not good choices for me. They messed my life up. I need to change things. And so I started to look at the people who are quote unquote elite uh, people that are in situations that are better than my situation. I had to look at what are their backgrounds? What parts of their lives 
can I model that will improve my life? And the thing that stuck out to me was education. And in order to get some education, you need to create a schedule that you're going to be on because you can't snap your fingers and be like the matrix and just zoom all this information into your mind. It's going to require time, energy, effort, focus, structure. And I started applying it. I began reading. I, I got to a pretty strict schedule of reading information. And, you know, honestly, while I was in, incarcerated, I had to develop a discipline to read. It wasn't until I was incarcerated that I read my first book from cover to cover, and that was Harry Potter, uh, someone that sent it to me. And that was the beginning of the end. And when I say the end, I mean the end of my voluntary ignorance. I started reading a lot of different books. And as I started reading and building my stamina in reading, that reading started to take direction. I went as far as even writing letters to a college because part of my plan was when I was released, I would continue down that path of working on getting the results, the American dream that I was entitled to as being an American. And I just started working on that. They, I wrote the college, uh, the community college a letter so that I can get a, you know, a catalog and I could really just start visualizing what my life was going to be like in the future. That was going to be better than what my situation was at that particular time. And when I would look at the catalog, I started writing the different classes that I would take and the different takeaways that I would have from the class and experiences that I would have while I was in college and how my life would look, how it would be better and how would it improve. And I started to actually keep a journal because I wanted to escape where I was. I really believe that that which is like into itself is drawn and the opposite is true, meaning that the opposite being the other side of the spectrum. If that, you know, if point A being likened to point B attracts point B to point A, that means that me being at point A, being incarcerated, I will be attracted and pulled to point B being outside of a prison. And I really believe that. And I thought about it often and I started to plan for it until one day I found myself outside of the prison walls and living a life that I had dreamed about. You know, I had thought about what life was going to be like, read about it, wrote about it until I was in a place that I didn't recognize, which is today's life. If someone would have told me 20 years ago when I was on my bunk that I would be sitting in front of a computer and I would understand how to set up a camera and lights and be on a podcast, I would have questioned it, but it was within my plan to live a different life. And so my love for the results and mapping out a plan that was structurally sound, that's what I fell in love with, the results. I like that. And with the results you've got, you've gained post-incarceration, what what's been the, the effect of the new plans you make? Oh, man. The effect of them? Uh, work, happiness, sometimes frustration, sometimes losing sleep, but not losing a passion to continue. I remember being in a cell like it was yesterday. You know, sometimes I still have dreams about it. Um, and I know some people may say, you have dreams about it? Those are nightmares. Well, it depends on the perspective. I know where I am and I know what was in my past. And, you know, during my 20s, you know, being incarcerated, which was, you know, I've been home almost 20 years now. You know, that was a whole lifetime ago for me. And it was it was some of the most developmental time of my life. Like I said, I read my first book during that time. So I remember what that was like. And so I'm grateful. I'm appreciative 
of what I have and what I experienced and I'm excited about what's in front of me. Do you know that during the time that I was incarcerated, I literally said out loud and I thought to myself, I want the kind of problems that come with being free. You know, if I can't pay a bill, I want that. <laughs> if I got to take out the trash, I want that. If I need to go to the store and put some food in the refrigerator, I want that because I understood all of the things that were connected to the ideal of putting food in the refrigerator, working and paying bills. All of those things look like, sound like, and smell like freedom. And so now today, you know, making the shifts, making the transitions, what it means to me is everything that's associated with freedom and choice and options. You know, you make some of the wrong choices in your life, you can spend the next 15, 20 years paying for them. And now that 15 or 20 years can be your lack of options. You're no longer eligible to experience these particular things because of the choices that you made. And so today, that just means me giving critical thought to the decisions that I make because those decisions could have impact on the next 10 or 15 years. And, you know, for the people that are listening, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but when you do not make a decision, that's a decision too. That's something that I learned that there's no such thing as not making a decision. If you're at a light and the light can turn red, the light can turn yellow, the light can turn green. And if you're at the light and the light is red, you go, you made a conscious decision, you just ran the light. If the light turns green and you don't go, you may think to yourself, well, I didn't make a decision. I didn't do anything. You're not doing anything. It's a decision too that's going to have impact on you and the people around you. So you want to make sure that you are not in a state of indecision. So if you have your, your goals, you have your ideas, your dreams, the things that you want to see, that you want to experience in your life, you got to be a doer. You need to be a verb. <laughs> you need to have some objectives. And so today, you know, what it means to me is being active, being conscious of my time, conscious of what's important to me, because I don't know what tomorrow holds. I mean, we don't really know what the next moment holds. We have an expiration date that we're hoping to exceed every single day. One of my goals is just to make sure that I have impact on the moments that I have currently so that I may be remembered for some of the good that I did in the time that I had. Well said. One question. Last time we spoke, uh, I tried to ask, but I'm not sure if it came through. Looking at 2022, who do you say you are? 2022, who do I say I am? Man, I'm Corshawn, and anything is possible. Anything is possible. I believe that we can all do anything, even be ourselves. And then being yourself, there's nothing outside of your reach of accomplishment that you can do. Now, you know, with us um, having access, you know, direct contact with the American dream and all the beauties that are accessible to us here and the different things that we're told as children growing up, you could be anything. And I'm sure that there's some people saying that, well, really, you can't be anything. You know, if you've been incarcerated, there's some things that you can't do. Well, here's the thing about that, right? Not incarceration in particular, but just for the negative ideal of what you can't do and what you can't be, you can achieve anything that's within your realm of belief. You can. And let's say that, here's an example. There's a guy 50 years old. He wants to be a rapper, right? I know some people may say, well, that's terrible. You should be looking to be other things. So maybe this is a dream that he had that for whatever reason he wasn't able to accomplish. Now, becoming a rapper at 50 is going to be challenging because 
the generation speaks a different language in comparison to the language that you speak. So in reaching them and them feeling your message, being able to relate to your message is going to be difficult. But what is your realm of belief? You want to be a rapper. And so one of the ways that you can achieve your realm of belief is you can teach your skill. You can teach your, your work ethic. You can teach the tools that you use to become this amazing rapper yourself, right? You can share that with the younger generation. You can put on a workshop that talks about the science behind rhyming words. You can talk about all these different things that you've achieved that led you up to this 50 years that has it to where you are 50 years old and you still have a passion for this thing that you want to achieve that you never achieved. You definitely should teach that. That's something that you should share with people. So, and within your realm of belief, you have accomplished this insurmountable, this unbelievable goal. I think that we can be and achieve anything that's within our realm of belief. A lot of times the face of achievement and or the face of success, it has different faces depending on you, which around belief is, depending on what it is that you say is your, your actual accomplishment, your achievement, your goal, or your success. I think that when we make the mistake at is we stop believing. We allow people to rob us of our passion, of our dream, you know, of our work ethic. And that plays out, you know, in our private life. I like that. Especially the part when you talk about to, you can be anything, especially even yourself, but also in being something, if you're able to teach whatever it is that you, you seek to be, you become that more so um, than somebody else would, would have thought because it's a teacher can make more of uh, a teacher that's able to like show other people how to do something is able to create more of what they are or more of the idea that they had than if they were just on a stage being the one to say, Hey, look, look at me, look at me. But it's like being in a position to teach, you can still say, look at me, but with a different impact or a different outlook. So I, I like that, that framing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, when I think about the question of, you know, in 2022, who am I? I'm evolving, you know, I'm, I'm developing. I am a force. I am a, a doer. You know, like I've said on the line, we share the likeness of one of the greatest creators known to the universe. We share that likeness. We share some of those abilities. And with that in mind, there are few limits that are put on what you are able to create. And so if I had to isolate into one word in 2022, what I am, it's a creator. Well put from the man behind the camera to in front of the camera and in front of the mic now. Absolutely. Let Absolutely. people know where, where they can find you with the projects you have going on now and what's to come in the future. Oh yeah, definitely, man. You can find me on social media, Instagram in particular. Find me on the This Is Corshawn. That's spelled C-O-R-S-H-A-W-N. This is Corshawn. You can also find me on Instagram under The Fix Podcast. That's F-I-X-X-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The Fix Podcast. You can also find me on uh, Instagram under Horshawn Devon, and that is my photography page. The Fixed Podcast is a podcast we're going to be launching in January, and this is Horshawn on Instagram. It's going to be more of a, a home base for me just sharing my message. I'm going to also be sharing um, curated content from the podcast on there, and I'll be doing lives on there. 
I'll be also, you know, sharing different pieces of content that I'm interested in that I feel like speaks to me and that will also speak to my audience. You can also find me on Facebook, you know, um, just on the course, Sean Brave Boy. Uh, you can also find the the Fix Podcast on Facebook as well in the near future. Uh, like I said, I'll be launching that in January. Um, yeah, so if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in the digital, you know, the digital neighborhood, definitely feel free to stop in, you know, you know, um, follow me on uh, Instagram, follow me on Facebook, you know, offer feedback, connect, stop by, you know, grab a coffee, listen to some of the things I'm talking about and let's connect. Absolutely. Awesome. And as a uh, willing participant and fan, I've, I've been a big fan of what you've been putting out so far, the short clips on Instagram and just being able to give people a message that you have on your mind on a day-to-day basis. I think those really speak to me and also speaks to you as a person. So I thank you so much for that. And I look forward to seeing so much more. Man, absolutely. I'm honored, man. I'm honored. I'm honored. I, you know, like anybody else, I love hearing that. It's inspiring. I appreciate the support. And it's also encouraging and convicting for the future for me to continue putting out that content. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to putting out more, evolving more, growing more, learning more, and sharing more of myself with the people I have the honor of following me and uh, watching what I put out. Appreciate you, sir. Likewise, man. Likewise.